Welcome, listeners, to another Transformation Church Sermon Podcast. Let's prepare our hearts to receive the Word of God. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Come on, 2022, somebody. Praise God. And uh, I'm just so excited to be into a new year. But let me just say what I'm more excited about. Uh, the scripture that says uh, God does not change. So th- we might have changed the calendar, but God doesn't change. And so he's the same God of 2021. And in uh, Malachi, it actually says, I am the Lord, I change not. Therefore, you, O sons of Jacob, are not consumed. I'm so thankful that nothing can consume me because God doesn't change. So no matter what you thought might have tried to take you out in 2021, it's not going to take you out in 2022 either because God does not change. He's still a healer. He's still on the throne. We're still worshiping him and giving him all the praise and glory. Come on, give God some praise this morning. Give Jesus your best for a minute. You made it into 2022, somebody. Some of y'all made it stumbling, but y'all made it. Come on. In Jesus' name. I'm so glad for uh, just all God's doing, and I really believe I have a, uh, just a word from my heart for you today, and we're going to start a series next week on prayer. Uh, it's going to be called Dear Jesus, and we're just going to look at how to pray and calling on God and uh, just, just praying out to heaven and, and seeing his will be done, um, and I, I believe it's going to be a strong 21 days in January of prayer and fasting. If you've never participated in our prayer and fasting uh, time um, in, in, in the week through uh, Monday through Friday, like you heard, it's 6 a.m. I know it's a little early, but I promise you we're going to have a prayer wall. We're going to have a time of worship in here, and you'll hear a little Devo, uh, a little prayer guide to go along with all month. God does miracles every, every January. It's such a, a good resetting time uh, just for the miracles of God and, the, and making room for God. Prayer and fasting, let me say this to you, uh, it is not some manipulation to get God to move from heaven and, and force him to do something. Uh, really, all, all it's doing is, is preparing and making room for him to fill. And so as we, as we pray and fast, we move some of our fleshly desires out of the way, things we hunger for, things we're, we're thirsty for, whatever. It might be social media. It might be a meal. It might be uh, entertainment. It might be something for you that maybe takes up some time, which I'm not saying that's a bad thing. But when we fast, we put those things aside, and we seek God, and we give God room to fill those areas of our life. Does that make sense? And so I don't, I, it's not like, okay, we're going we're gonna to do fasting, and now God's going to do something. He, he will. God's always doing something. Come on, God's always moving. A lot of times we just have to get in step with him. And so fasting is just getting back in step with him. I, I say it like this sometimes. Anybody brush their teeth? <laughs> Praise God. For those of you that didn't raise your hand, we're going to have a, a time of um, outreach to you today. We're going to have mints and uh, we're going to reach out. But, but hopefully you brush your teeth. And, um, but who goes to the dentist every, about twice a year, right? About every six months you go to the dentist. And you ever sit in the chair and he does his deal and you got that little blue apron on and it's clipped on and then after he gets done and she gets done cleaning, you look down and you got all this kind of goo all over the other thing. You're like, dang, man, where all that? I brushed my teeth, I promise. Like, how did you find all that? Well, there's just all that kind of stuff. Even though you brush your teeth, you still have all that stuff that you get a deep cleanse and a deep cleaning with that professional that goes in there. Fasting does that. It gets into those areas where you're praying and you're serving God and you're worshiping throughout your, your, your year, you know, but then you go, okay, I'm going to fast and get to some areas that maybe I couldn't have gotten to if I didn't let God get into that spot. Does that make sense? So, man, I encourage you, let's jump in together and uh, pray and fast. If you can't be here on the week, uh, Monday through Friday, come on Saturday, 9 a.m. to 10 sharp. Very, very sharp time frame. We, we, we honor your time in that, and so uh, we'd love you to be a part of that. Let's jump into the Word today. 
Ephesians 3.20, God just gave me this word for really just this year. I've been praying and asking God, you know, what do you want me to you know, talk about going into 2022? And um, uh, this is the verse really that I believe he gave me, Ephesians 3.20. It says this, now to him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think, according to the power that's at work in us. Come on, that's a, an amazing verse. Now we quote it all often, now unto him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think. If you can ask it, he can top it. If you can imagine it, he can beat it, is what it says, according to the power that's at work in us. My title for today is very simple. Context is crucial. Context is crucial. We need to know the context of this verse. It's very crucial to understand it. Let me pray with you real quick. Father, thank you for 2022. Thank you that uh, you've brought us through uh, some, uh, some tough situations throughout 2021. You've brought us to this place where we're still seeking your face. We're still worshiping. We're still here dependent on you. We're saying that, Lord, we can't do 2022 without you. Uh, we don't want to move on without you. We don't want to go about our business without you involved. We invite you right now today into our, into our year. Even, even though, uh, Lord, as a church, as a family, as a, as a congregation here, we invite you corporately into our year, oh God, into our church's year, into our families. God, into our businesses, into our children's lives, into our education, Lord, into our finances, into all that we will face this year. You're already uh, in the end of this year. You've already finished the year out. And so we thank you for doing only what you can do this year. We give it all to you in Jesus' name. Amen? Uh, context is crucial, and uh, I think it's important for this verse. We, we quote 320 often, or I do, and, and it's in the context of some other verses, um, Several years ago, it was New Year's, and we were getting ready to do a church game, and so we, I went to the bank with $200 cash, or well, excuse me, a $200 check, and I needed the teller to cash the check and give me uh, some money to do this game. It was the day before New Year's Eve. I think it was a, a Friday, and uh, New Year's Eve was, was going to be Saturday, and so um, the day before, as, as I was at the bank, I said, yes, ma'am, I need to cash this check. Um, and I need, you know, New Year's was, is the day away. I need all uh, this $200 or $250, I need it all put into fives and ones. And she was like, oh. I'm like, no, no, no. She's like, oh. I was like, no, no, it's for a New Year's game. She's like, oh, I know. And I was like, no. I mean, I'm at the bank. I'm a pastor, right? I'm like, no, ma'am, it's for a church game. She's like, oh, oh, okay, I get it. I understand now. But, but she filled in the blank with her own story. She didn't have the context, right? And so once I gave her context, she began to actually believe accurately with what I was going to do with the $200. Uh, my, my heart for, for this verse and for today is to give you some context so that you can believe accurately for 2022 when it comes to God doing some things in your life. I want us to believe and not fill in the blanks with our own agenda or our own story. But here's what God says in Ephesians 3, 18 and 19, leading up to 20. He says this, Paul is praying. It's an apostolic prayer from Paul. And he says that you may be able to comprehend with all the saints. Well, you don't figure this stuff out on your own. You don't figure it out by yourself. You don't figure it out in isolation, that you may be able to comprehend with all the saints. There's, there's some type of comprehension that comes from us being together and being in relationship and being in unity. It says that you may be able to comprehend with all the saints what is the breadth and the length and the depth and the height. There's the geom geometric equation of God's love. 
that you'd be able to understand the, the dimensions of God's love and to know, listen to this, and to know the love of Christ which passes knowledge and to know God's love this year which passes knowing and that you might be filled with the fullness of God. And then he says, now unto him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above anything you ask, think, or imagine according to the powers that work in you. The context is crucial. In the context of that scripture of God doing abundantly, exceedingly, beyond anything you can ask or think, is the context of you knowing the love of Christ, which is beyond knowing, and you being full of the fullness of God, you being finite, being filled with the infinite. The context is, is really, let me just break it down, impossible. It's impossible. The context of this prayer uh, and, and us quoting that verse in 20 is, is the context of impossibility. And so what I want you to know and what I, what I want to believe for this year is the reality that God wants to do the impossible in our life. That God is still hungry and still eager and still wanting to show up and do what's impossible for you to do. And I think sometimes it's, it's easy for us to go about our faith walk and our daily, our daily lives and forget that how, how much he wants to do what we can't do, how much he wants to get involved with the impossible. It says that we would know the love of Christ which passes knowing. That's impossible. It's saying you can't know the love of Christ. It passes knowing. And that you would be filled with the fullness of God. Can you imagine the infinite God wants to take up residence in our smallness and not lose any of his bigness? Like God Almighty, the creator of heaven and earth, can live inside of my world and my, my soul, my spirit, and, not, and, and, I don't, and I don't explode. Come on. It's impossible to take up all of God and not explode. But somehow it says here that Paul prays that we would know God's love and that we would be filled with his fullness. Listen to this. And then he would do, he would do exceedingly beyond what you could ask or think or pray this year according to the power. Listen to this. According to the power that's at work in you. The word power is miraculous power, strength, supernatural power, energy, all this stuff that's happening inside of you, literally especially miraculous uh, by implication, miracles itself, the ability, the abundance, the, the might of, of a miracle worker on the inside of you that God would do exceedingly abundantly beyond anything you can ask, think, or imagine according to this miracle power that's at work inside of you. And my question for me and my question for you is, is power at work in you? Is power at work in me? Like, is, is, if, if he's going to do exceedingly beyond the, the possible and do the impossible, and it's according to the power that's at work in me, my question is, do we have a power shortage? Do I have a power shortage? Like, going into this new year, I, would just, I just want to say, I can't afford a power shortage in my life this year. Y'all awake today? Yeah. Amen. 2022, we're going to shout at each other today. I can't, I can't afford a power outage or a power shortage. I can't, I can't afford in my life for the lights to be out in 2022 spiritually. You can't afford to have any, if you want God to do the impossible, and if the context of I believe this year for my life and for our church is impossibilities, I, I can't afford a power shortage. I can't afford the lights to be dim. I can't afford to, to, to dwell in darkness at all. Because I need God to do some, some powerful things in my life and in my family's life and in this city's life. And so I, I just got to ask my, my, the question of myself, the question of you. Like, what do we need to do? Is the power fully at work in your life? Like, is God doing the impossible? And I, I just, God told me to tell somebody he's about to turn the power back on for you in 2022. 
I don't know, I don't know what you've been through in 2021. I don't know, I don't know what it all looked like, but God literally wants to flip the power switch back on. He doesn't want you living with the lights out in 2022 spiritually. And if you have your best year spiritually, you're going to have your most powerful year personally. I, I, I was watching the, the Chosen. I'm not a big Christian television guy, but I was watching the Chosen second season. If you haven't seen the Chosen, man, I, I, the last couple, couple of days going into the new year, I just watched the second season of the Chosen. But I just wept. I just, at the moments when I would watch Jesus engage with the people and different ones and do miracles, and, and I would just, I just wept. I just broke every time I'd see his face. I mean, it's a movie. It's a TV show. It's some actor. But, but like the Holy Spirit was working in this thing, and like I was, I would watch him. He'd interact with, and he would do the impossible, and I'd just begin to break and weep. Here's why: because it was, it blew my mind that he intentionally went out of his way to, from the from the ancient of days, from eternity past, to cross paths with those individuals in that specific moment and second and to do that miracle for them personally and specifically and then it would and then the holy spirit began to connect to me when he did that in my life and when he did that across my path and it wasn't some random happenstance that he found me and he got me but he had this 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 agenda and this plan to come and grab a hold of me and do supernatural miraculous intervention in my life and I just, I just think that God wants to continue to, to engage us that way, but we've got to be tuned in to his power and to relationship and to his word. I don't want the power out. There's power working in you. There's power working in me. You ever had the power go out in your house? Everything shuts down, right? I mean, and what, what used to happen in my neighborhood when the power went out, everybody would go outside and start looking around, trying to figure out if everybody else's power was out. And there's out. Oh no, they're out. And then your neighbor comes out like, power's out. Bob's power out. Power's out, Bob. Like, okay. I used to get involved in that stuff. I don't do that anymore. I don't go out and say, I mean, it's storming out there. Now, you know what I do? I get on my cell phone and I call KUB as fast as I can because I'm selfish and I want to have my address plugged in faster than anybody else's address so my power can get back on before your neighborhood can get back on. So I'm going to turn in my zip code. I'm going to turn in my address. I'm going to get a hold of my provider. I'm going to say, hey, it's out. And they say, thank you, sir. We've taken note, and we've dispatched people into your area. It's taken care of, and it's noted. And then I go back into my little house. I shut my door, and I trust that there's people out there putting their life on the line, climbing up poles in the middle of lightning, working around the clock to get power back to my block. Come on, somebody. That's what we have to do this year. If you've had any kind of hail damage, power shortage, hell damage, whatever has happened in 2021, if you feel like there's a little bit of a shortage going into 2022, you've got to get a hold of your provider. You've got to get a hold of the Holy Spirit, the healer, the provider, the Jehovah Jireh, the Lord of heaven's armies, the, the Lord of the battle, El Shaddai, the all-sufficient one. You've got to get on your face and get before him and... Get some power working back in your life. I need power working because I can't have any, a, a year without, without full power in my life. Anybody else? I need the comforter. I need the healer. I need the supporter. I need my friend. I need my advocate. I need my lawyer. I need my defender. It's the Holy Spirit. I just encourage you, get with God and, and let him turn some power back on in your life. It's through the scriptures. It's through fasting and praying. It's through making room for him. I think it's important that you're going to have a powerful year and there's some powerful things taking place in your life. Listen to what it says, that you would know and that we would know the dimensions of his love, the, the breath the, that's really width, the depth, the length, the height. 
Just think about the dimensions of that. Just think about the geometry right there that we together would comprehend. This is powerful that we comprehend the breadth of his love. What's the breadth of his love? It's the width of his love. It's how wide his love is. Let me just say this to you. His love is as wide as any mess you've got. However wide your mess is, that's how, that's how far his love spans. That's how wide it is. I left the dang uh, dehumidifier on in my garage, and it was winter for a, for a few weeks. And so, so it didn't get any moisture in the bucket. Well, then all of a sudden, the Amazon jungle hit Knoxville, and it's been raining, and the moisture's been in the air. And so I, I, I had, like the day after Christmas, it clicked that that, that that dang dehumidifier's been running for like two weeks. Oh, man, I went out there. It had flooded my whole garage. I mean, it was everywhere. I went into panic mode. I started trying to, I'm shot back. And I don't even have a wet vac. I'm back and stuff without a wet vac. I'm, I'm, I, it's, a, it's a nightmare. There's areas that I, of cabinets and areas I can't get. I know water's under, and I'm stressed out because I know I can't get to that water. And, I, and there's just, I just don't have the capacity to get to it. Finally, at the end, I found an old ShamWow in the middle of a bucket, and I started, I started ShamWowing that thing up, man. Come on. It's never worked on my car. I don't know about you. It worked on my garage floor. <laughs> I tried all that water sucked up. I just, the Holy Spirit just told me to tell you God's love is a, is a shamwow. Come on, he can, he, he, he can reach any mess that you've got. You don't have to panic this year. Now, however, why did, with the areas that you can't even get to, the cracks and where that mess is run up under and you can't even get to, God's love can handle all those areas too. It says that you would know the, the, the breadth of his love. And then he says that you would know the depth of his love. Come on, what's the depth of his love? I mean, how far did he have to go down to find you? Come on, it says that even when we make our bed in hell, even when we mess up and we're in the, the outer parts of, the, of, of his plan, he finds us, the depths of his love. David said, he found me in the pit. He brought me out of the pit. And Come on, I don't know. He might have had to stand up to save you, but he had to climb down to save me. He had to get down in the mess of my life and in the junk and in the despair. That's the depths of his love this year. I want you to comprehend with the power of God the depths of how much he loves you. No matter how far you stray, no matter how deep you get into some junk and despair, God will travel the distance to go to those depths to love you and find you and pull you out of a pit and put your feet on a rock called Jesus Christ. Man, his, his love is so deep that you would know the length of his love. Oh, come on. How long's his love? Some of y'all got a short runway on love. Some of y'all are used to a short runway on love. Runway's gonna run out. Come on, we better take off. Better pull out of this relationship quick. Love's gonna run out, been burnt before. Oh, oh, I know if I mess up too many times, mom and dad, that's it on their love for that day. Oh, I got, that you would know the length of his love. He's got a long runway of love. Come on. It goes from eternity past to eternity future. There's no running out. That's how long the runway of his love is. It's been chasing you down forever, and it will never run out. That's the dimension of his love and the height of his love. How high is that? It's him preparing a place for you in heaven to get you there and bring you there. If it weren't so, I would not have told you, Jesus said. I'm preparing a, a place for you, and the heights of my love extend all the way to an eternal relationship in heaven. I'm going to get you to heaven whether you like it or not. Come on, somebody. That's the power that's at work in you. It says, now unto him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think, according to the power that's at work in us. Just simple today, guys. I just, 
I don't have some big profound theological dissertation for you. I just want to tell you that he wants to do the impossible in your life this year. The context of that prayer is that he would do something impossible and that you and I would actually be participants in the impossible, that we wouldn't limit him. I was talking with a friend, Greg Henson. Maybe you know Greg. He's uh, on our prayer team here. He called me up. He was on the phone. He, he said, man, the word God gave me for 2022 is impossible. I about came out of my seat. I just got done prepping for a lot of this message. He said, he, I was like, man, that's the word God gave me for our church and for my family and for us is the, is the impossible. Don't you want to see the impossible? Yeah. I'm tired of like, I, like, I want to just, I don't want the normal. Like, I don't want the usual prayer. I want the exceeding prayer. I don't want the normal dream. I want the, the, the supernatural dream. I want to see the impossible with my kids and my family and my health and my mind and, and my ministry. Come on, the context should make us believe different and shout different and pray different, believe different. Don't, this is what I want to say. Don't fill, in, don't fill in God's story with your limitations this year. Amen. <laughs> don't, fill it, don't fill in the story that God wants to write with your own limitations this year. So often we take our own limitations and we fill in the story of what God can and will do. I don't want to fill in that story this year. I want to believe God. He wants the impossible. Context is crucial, and he's asking us to believe for the impossible. And that, I'm going to give you three thoughts if you're going to believe for the impossible, and I'm going to pray with you. We're going to go back into worship at the end just for a minute. and Maybe some of you need your power switch turned back on. we got communion on the sides. We're going to have this altar open. We're going to just sing a song and worship together. I think it would be appropriate going out and worship together today. But, but I just, I think if you're going to stretch, if you're going to believe for the impossible, you're going to have to stretch your faith muscles. You're literally going to have to begin to stretch some things in faith. And what does stretching faith muscles look like? Very simple. Hearing God and radically obeying him. That's all. Like, I, there's no other formula, like, to grow, to stretch your faith, than to get with God, to hear what he would have to say for you and your family and your life, and then radically obey that and stretch. Because to obey what he speaks to you, if it's going to be exceedingly abundantly, it's going to take radical stretching. It's going to take some uncomfortable stretching. I was with a business guy in October. He goes to our church, um, a friend of ours, maybe you know him. Um, he, he heard God. They, they, his family, they made uh, many different businesses, but this specific business wasn't going so well, and they'd had a lot of money invested in this business over the last five years. And um, they were praying and fasting in October of 2021, uh, excuse me, October of 2020, uh, for God to move on the business. And, and they had $800,000 of inventory sitting in a warehouse, not assembled. I'm in a prayer meeting with them. And now keep in mind, they've been praying and fasting every morning uh, for over a year to hear God for their business. So they're listening and hearing I'm in this prayer meeting, and, and, they, and he says, I have to pull the trigger with China and get on the phone in 30 minutes, and, I've, and I think I've got to buy $300,000 worth of parts to, to make sure all of these pieces will work. And if I don't buy the $300,000 worth of parts, I just feel like we're, it's not going to, it's just what God's asking me to do. And I was like, time out. I said, listen, you have $800,000 of, of, of products sitting there unassembled. How about you put that together first and sell that? I was in my, I'm in my own thought. And then, and then once you sell that, I mean, it's just business sense, right? I'm like, let's just be logical for a minute. It's like, let's just, let's just put that together. And I'm, I'm his pastor. He loves me. He's probably watching online. I love you, man. 
And, and we already talked about this. I, I was like, hey, you know, let's put that together and I think that's the Lord. And then, we'll, and then once that happens, then we can order parts down the road. He's like, no, I really feel like I'm hearing God. Some of my other leaders are hearing God and we've gotta, I've got to pull the trigger and, and spend $300,000 in 30 minutes, man. Would y'all pray for me? I'm like, I go get in the floor. I'm like crying and praying. It's October, November, he does it. November, December, January, February, no sales, $800,000. By September, one unit. It's like 1,500 bucks, okay? October, it began to 11 units. November, here's the story. He comes back to me, long story, 800,000 in sales in the month of November. He looked at me and he said, man, if I hadn't have bought those parts with the shipping catastrophe in the, in the world, I wouldn't have had the parts to put together. I had to buy them last year or they wouldn't have been here to assemble the parts and the sales that I had for this next year. I was like, I repent as your pastor, man, because I thought you was crazy. <laughs> and he said this, he said this, he said, God made me look stupid for eight months. But I listened and obeyed anyway. So, so what I want to say to you is this. Number one, the first thought is stretching looks stupid to bystanders. <laughs> stretching looks stupid to bystanders. I was, I, I mean, even as a, as a pastor, I didn't hear that word. And, and I hadn't been involved in their prayer and fasting. I'd come in, the, in a, few, a few weeks just to pray with them. And, and I'm, I'm literally a bystander. I mean, I, I'm in his life, but, but, but it looks silly to me. And, and sometimes we, we let the people that don't hear what we hear heckle us and talk us out of the word of God. Don't let bystanders heckle what you've heard from God this year. Now, now hear me. Get some people in your life that aren't bystanders that can help bounce the word off and you can have some, some, some counsel and wisdom around you and you have your spouse and your family and leaders and connect group leaders. That's why it's important to get spiritual people around you. But they're not bystanders. They're actually people that are involved in your life. Does that make sense? Man, stretching is going to look stupid. If you don't stretch, you don't grow. Anybody ever done yoga? I, you know how stupid I looked doing yoga the first time? Corey Wilson knows. <laughs> P90X, yoga, I about died. I'm on a little square, you know, and I, and I can't, I'm not flexible. I look stupid. Do, 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 you know what, do you know what looks stupider than me doing yoga for the first time? You watching me do yoga. <laughs> We're not meant to watch each other stretch. That's creepy, somebody. Come on, you don't watch a yoga class. We got, we got ministry for you if you do that. Come on. We... <laughs> We're called to stretch together. We're called to reach and stretch together and help each other stretch in this thing called kingdom. And so I want to encourage you this year, hear God and begin to stretch. It might look stupid, but that's okay. God might make you look stupid for a season, for a moment, but keep trusting, keep stretching, keep believing. Number two, stretch your faith at God's word, not anybody else's word. I think so often we're looking at everybody else's journey and everybody else's house and everybody else's business and everybody else's word and everybody else's calling and everybody else's ministry and everybody else's church and everybody else's family and everybody else's social media marriage and everybody else's. And we're looking at all that and we're stretching our life not based on God's word but some wish that we've gotten from social media or from some fake believe life. 
And I would just encourage you this year, I'm encouraging myself of all things. I'm shutting down social media in this prayer and fasting season, man. I'm going off that junk, and I'm just going to just hear God's word for my life. I've got to stretch my life at God's word for me. And I encourage you to get with God. Don't stretch at someone else's word. That's why people buying oil from from TV evangelists, because you're stretching at some weird word. Don't buy oil off TV, okay? Buy prayer cloths. Don't do that. Like, let God speak to you and stretch your faith at his word. It's very simple. Number three, stretch your faith at your level. Some of y'all are freaking out hearing about $300,000 businessmen. Can I tell you that was his level? That his family and his team and his people have been praying and fasting and stretching and sowing and giving and reaching and doing business for over 25, 30 years. They've been stretching. I am not a flexible human being. If I did the double splits right now, if I tried to do the double splits right now, y'all would need a new pastor. I mean, I couldn't do it. I can't even sit with my legs crossed on the ground. You know what I'm saying? I don't, I'm not flexible. Uh, so, so, my, so my level might be just touching my toes. Like my level could just be stretching down below and getting a little, getting a little ham stretch, right? Come on. I don't know what your level is, but stretch yourself at your level. Get your word from God and stretch at your level. So, so let me just make it practical. Maybe this year stretching at your level is getting involved in the 21 days of prayer and fasting. Maybe you've never prayed and you've never fasted. Maybe just a small stretch this year for you is giving up one meal during this next 21 days from the 10th to the 21st. Maybe you give up dinner. Maybe you give up breakfast. Maybe, maybe that's not a huge stretch for you. Maybe you give up coffee and, and, and some and, and all meal. You just do fruits and vegetables. You do a Daniel fast. We've got information for that. Maybe you stretch your prayer schedule this year and you come to the 6 a.m. to 7 a.m. prayer on, on Monday to Friday. Maybe that's a stretch for you. Maybe you rearrange some of your priority. Maybe you stretch and you give up, you know, coffee. Come on, somebody in Jesus' name, help us. That's a huge stretch. You know, maybe, maybe this year you stretch in your generosity and you actually tithe and you decide, you know what, I'm going to test God this year. I'm going to commit to tithing for a year, not three weeks, not tithe two months. You're like, oh, God, it didn't work. You know what I'm saying? No, that you decide to give a year to God of financial generosity and stewardship and commitment and watch God prove himself in your life and your finances. That's a, that's a stretch. I know it is. I've lived, I've tithed for, for, for my whole entire faith existence. I, when I got saved, I decided that what's God's is mine and what's mine's is God's. And I, and I just tithed. I just, I just read the Bible and obeyed it. Amen. What? <laughs> I know it's a stretch, but that's okay. God will meet you in the place you stretch. God will meet you in those places. And if you're not stretching, you're not growing. So maybe it's tithing. Maybe... Maybe it's getting into some marriage counseling this year. Maybe it's actually admitting that what you've been doing would have worked already if it was going to work. And just admitting that you need some outside help and you need somebody to listen and you need some some counsel and you need some advice and you need some people and some wisdom. Maybe it's getting into a connect group and you never got into and getting plugged into the church. And I know it's a stretch and a risk that you might get hurt, but it's also better than getting isolated. Maybe that's your stretch this year is just saying, you know what, I'm going to get involved. I I don't know. Maybe you forgive this year. Maybe you actually decide, you know what, I'm going to release that bitterness. I'm going to release that pain. I'm going to release that envy. I'm going to release that Pharisee. Come on, somebody. 
Come on, we all got a little hidden Pharisee in us. Anybody? Come on, we're in church. Let's be honest. In 2022, maybe, maybe this is the year to release that. So I just want to encourage you that you just begin to believe God to do impossible as you begin to stretch, that you wouldn't discount God with small dreams and small prayers, that you'd say, you know what, God, I believe that there's more. I'm going to be a stretching person. I'm going to be a stretching church. I'm going to be a stretching believer. You, you know, in order to, you've got, you've got to stretch beyond where you are. I know you're like, wow, I came to church. To, you know, I'm just challenging you this year. Wherever you are right now, God has something for you to reach for out here. You have to reach for beyond where you are or you'll never walk into all that God has for you. And so whatever you need to stretch to or reach to, can I tell you, it's not going to look pretty. And you're, you're not going to know every step. You want every step. God doesn't show you every step or you'd run. You wouldn't do it. Come on, you'd be out. Like you, 2022 already started. You're like, I'm done. Let's skip to 2023, God. I don't like 2022. God hides stuff from you. Come on. He says he orders your steps, not your leaping ahead, not your skipping, not your impatient jumping. He orders your steps. So just do step one, then he'll show you step two, three, and four. He's not going to show you all of it. You'd run. It's like when you were dating. You hid that stuff. You hid your farts. You hid your burps. You hid stuff. You didn't show all of it, did you? Some of y'all are like, no, I farted on day one. That's why you didn't have date two. I got to be real, you know. No, you hit stuff. How long did it take? A month, two months, all of a sudden, you know, you start eating a little different. You just start letting it rip a little bit. Come on. You, you start getting a little real. One month, two months. Come on, Chris. Like, no, it's too far. It's true. It's true. Come on. Girls, y'all, guys, remember the first time you saw your girl without makeup? Come on. She hit some stuff. You're like, hold on. Y'all look beautiful without makeup in Jesus' name. <laughs> God doesn't show you every step. So just, just, God, show me what step you want me to take. Show me how to stretch. Show me what to do. God, I want to take a step. Write this down. To step toward your destiny, you have to stretch away from your security. I'm going to pray for you. And I love the verse in Matthew about Peter. To stretch, to step towards your destiny. You have to stretch away from your security. I just think about Peter and Matthew. It says, but immediately Jesus spoke to them. I think the worship team's going to come on out. And we're going to go back into a song. We got a few minutes left. He says this. He says, but immediately Jesus spoke to them saying, be of good cheer. It is I. Do not be afraid. And Peter, listen to this. And Peter answered him and said, Lord, if it is you, command me to come onto the water. So Jesus said, come. I mean, think about this picture. Peter looks at Jesus on the water and says, Lord, the proof that I want that it's you is an invitation to participate in the impossible. The proof that I want that it's you this year in my life, Lord, is an invitation to get involved in the impossible. The proof that I want in my marriage that you're involved in it is Jesus, invite me to step out of my boat and my comfort zone. Jesus, the proof that I want to know that you're involved with my children is help me get involved in the impossible. It's impossible. Jesus, invite me. That's what I want our year to look like. I don't want just the usual prayer, the normal dream, the usual thing. I want it to be the exceedingly abundantly beyond dream where we say, Jesus, if it's really you this year, invite me to participate in some stuff I can't do without you. Invite me to get involved in some stuff that I can't do without supernatural help. And it's your word I'll stretch out of the boat. 
It's your word. I'll step out of my comfort zone. And it's going to look stupid because we wore those little skirts back in the Bible days. And Peter had to step up over the thing and hide his thing and tie, tie, his, tie his skirt and hide his underwear and all that kind of stuff. Can I tell you, stretching's uncomfortable and it's weird sometimes and it's awkward. That's why some of you won't do it because you're afraid how you're going to look and how it's going to seem. And if you're going to get wet, you might get wet. I'll tell you that Jesus is right there. When Peter started to drown, Jesus is like, here, dude. <laughs> it's going to be all right. Come on, let's walk. I just want to encourage you this year. Would you just ask God to invite you to participate in the impossible? Let's let this year be a year of the impossible. No matter what it looks like to stretch out of our boat, Lord, it's your word, not at my word. Send so ignore me. At Jesus' word. Lord, at your word, I'll get out of the boat. Lord, at your word, I'll get on the water. At your word, I'll get beyond my boat. I don't know what it looks like for you this year. Come on, would you stand and let's worship God for a minute? Communion's available on both sides. We have, we have an open altar right now. We're going to worship. Maybe you need some power turned back on in your life. Maybe you've had a little power outage or a little power shortage coming out of 2021. You've had some storm damage. You've had some situations. And you just need to get on your face and get on your knees and say, God, I need, a, I need the power switch turned back on. I'm going to put my address in. I'm going to put in my coordinates. I'm going to trust that you've got your angels and your ministers working to get the power back on in my life. Maybe that's through communion. Maybe you want to uh, uh, partner with somebody in prayer. Our ministry prayer team is going to be down here. We're going to go back into a moment of worship. Come on, let's, let's all participate somehow. Maybe it's communion. Maybe it's this altar. Maybe it's prayer. But God, we believe that you're going to do the impossible. We pray and we believe that now unto you who is able to do exceedingly abundantly beyond anything we ask, think, or imagine. According to the power that is at work in us, God, turn on the power switch today for this entire year. Lord, we plug into you like never before. We give you glory and honor. We worship you in Jesus' name. Thank you for listening to another Transformation Church sermon podcast. If you would like someone to pray with you or if you would like some ministry materials, please email us at hello at transformationchurch.us.